The New York Knicks have been active in trade negotiations all offseason, but they have failed to execute a trade for a role player, star, or superstar as of yet. But the one thing these trade talks help us understand is who the New York Knicks are willing to part with from the roster. And thanks to a recent report from The Athletic, we now know who the New York Knicks did not want to include in any trade talks this offseason. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. Let's get started. The New York Knicks refused to trade Jericho Sims or Miles McBride this offseason in any trade negotiations. According to Fred Katz of The Athletic, Fred Katz stated the following on the New York Knicks' feelings on trading Miles McBride and Jericho Sims. Other teams have tried to land them as throw-ins before, and the Knicks haven't been amenable, league sources told The Athletic. They like those two too much just to give them away. I couldn't see either Sims or McBride moving unless their salaries were necessary to make a major trade work. Miles McBride and Jericho Sims are second round picks. Now credit to Miles McBride who's been a defensive menace since he's entered the league. He's definitely a Tom Thibodeau guy and that's one of the main reasons he's been retained on the team. That and his team option to keep him on the team is very relatively cheap. So that factors into why the New York Knicks retained him. Jericho Sims, when Mitchell Robinson went down, was key for the New York Knicks. He was rough around the edges, but he started a lot of games and he helped keep the New York Knicks into it. If for nothing else, based on his athleticism. Because he went for every rebound, he jumped out of the gym each and every time he tried to jump, and he gave you effort and hustle out there. And for somebody who's very young in this league and didn't have a lot of playing time in this league, for him to do what he did for the New York Knicks, I can understand why the Knicks are holding on to him and valuing him in trade talks. But what I don't understand is why the New York Knicks are valuing these two if it means trying to get another piece or player that can help elevate you into the next level. Miles McBride and Jericho Sims are not going to play a lot. Health withstanding, McBride is not going to play a lot of minutes, especially with the addition of Dante DiVincenzo. And I don't think Jericho Sims is going to get a lot of time right behind Isaiah Hartenstein and Mitchell Robinson. Again, the only way these two get any playing time is via injury. And if that doesn't happen, they're likely not going to see any time. So for me personally, if Miles McBride and Jericho Sims are two key pieces on the Knicks that other teams value, and you can trade them for a significant piece, or at least a piece that you can use to build with, that can help you get better, I'm not sure why the New York Knicks wouldn't even entertain those trades. But it seems like, at the very least, the Knicks value Jericho Sims and Miles McBride enough to not give them away in any type of trade or throwaway trade. It seems like the New York Knicks, if they're going to move Miles McBride or Jericho Sims, they're going to need to move them for a significant piece or a major trade. If that's not on the table and that's not happening, these two are going to continue to remain New York Knicks. In some ways, I respect this approach by Leon Rose and company because it tells me that the Knicks value who they have and it also tells me that they're sending a message around the league 
to tell the league, even though you want our pieces, even though they're second round picks, even though you deem them as unworthy, we're going to make sure you understand that we value them. And if you want them, you're going to have to give us significant value back in order for us to think about moving these two. It's a risky move, but it may pay off in the end if you can build up their value and trade them for a significant piece down the road. But I do like this approach in some ways by the Knicks and Leon Rose because it allows you to be flexible. It allows you to gauge interest and value in your players on the New York Knicks roster. And it helps you understand in the future what moves you should make. So this was good in that regard. But I do want to understand what trades were on the table that the Knicks didn't accept for Miles McBride and Jericho Sims. That would be something good to note. But as of right now, from this report from The Athletic, I think we know that the Knicks are not trading Sims or McBride unless it's for something significant. The Knicks do have one clear goal in mind per The Athletic's Fred Katz. According to Fred Katz, the Knicks have built toward a clear goal. They want to trade for a star. They've compiled middling salaries because they believe it will help them deal for a max player. They've loaded up on as many first-round picks as they can get. They have desirable players still in their early 20s. Fred Katz from The Athletic. Other notable league sources. ESPN themselves all see what the New York Knicks are doing. It's not a surprise. They are slowly and carefully building this roster out. They're adding key pieces and they're trying to keep as many assets as they possibly can waiting, hoping for one of these megastars to be available, be disgruntled or ass out. Because if that happens, they will jump at the opportunity to trade for that star, add him to the team and hopefully help the New York Knicks contend for a championship in the Eastern Conference. That's essentially what the New York Knicks goal has been since Leon Rose has taken over. That's just my opinion. And if you look at everything that's happened since Leon Rose has taken over, the main thing he's done is try to keep the Knicks flexible. Why would he want to do that? Because he's preparing for that next star to be available, whether it be Luka, whether it be Joel Embiid, Whether it be one of these other major key pieces on another team, he's waiting, biding his time, and disamassing all of this talent, all of these assets, all of these prospects, in the hopes that he can trade them for a star down the road, but at the right price that makes sense for the New York Knicks. That's another key factor here that Fred Katz didn't mention. Because if it's too expensive, the Knicks are going to walk away. It needs to make sense on the table and on paper as well too. Because if it doesn't, the Knicks are not making that trade either. So it's good to understand both sides here. But one thing is very clear. Everybody around the league knows the New York Knicks want to trade for a star. That's their goal. And you know what? That kind of hurts the Knicks a little bit. Every time you try to trade with a team, they already know that your only option is to trade. And because of that, they're always going to have the advantage and leverage over you. So sometimes the entire league knowing that that's your only option 
isn't necessarily a good thing. So what I think would help the Knicks even more is if they showcase that they are willing to take other routes and go different directions in order to build a contender in the East. If they do that, then I think it may, may force other teams to make a move faster than they would have because the team that they want to trade for, maybe that team being the New York Knicks, look like they're going a different direction. And that may force teams to make a decision that they may normally didn't want to make. The NBA schedule, the full schedule for the New York Knicks and all other teams will be released this Thursday. First reported by the NBA communications account on Twitter. And you can see here it states the complete 2023-2024 NBA regular season schedule will be announced on Thursday, which is tomorrow, August 17th. You have to tune in to ESPN at 3 p.m. Eastern time for the reveal on NBA Today. That's how you're going to get the full schedule. Or you can just wait for my video to cover the full schedule for the New York Knicks because I definitely will be doing that, covering key matchups, what matchups we want to see, if it's a difficult schedule, hard schedule, what record they're going to have based on the schedule the NBA has gifted them with or cursed them with. We're going to break down all of that once it is released. But it is good to know that the NBA is releasing the full schedule tomorrow at 3 p.m. I just can't wait for that because it's going to tell us a lot for the New York Knicks, their positioning next season, because we're going to be able to see what teams they're going to face early on and what hope New York Knicks fans could have in regards to the New York Knicks returning to the playoffs again. I can't wait for this schedule to drop. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.